one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really really want it all to work out while you're away. monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, you can check me out. On drive late today at 4pm, alongside, well, it doesn't matter who I'm alongside, you're going to tune in, because it's me and my hair. Okay, Darren Ben, thank you. Now we begin with England, of course, play Italy tonight in a crucial Euro qualifier for next year. Everyone knows it's 2024, I don't need to say it, although I've said it already, so Euro 2024. Three Lions manager, Gareth Southgate, spoke in his pre-match press conference about Jordan Henderson, who was booed during the win against Australia on Friday evening. Boost to Jordan Henderson as he leaves the field. He's going to be replaced by Kieran Trippier. Yes, 100%. I'll always pick the players that I think are the best players to represent the team. Give us the, the best chance of winning unless there's something that I feel is not appropriate. People may disagree with Jordan's stance or decision, given the stance he's taken in the past to support the LGBT community. But I don't think that's a, a reason to not select him. I don't actually think that's a reason to, to boo him. We would like all the fans behind us. We, we're a stronger team if the supporters are with us and uh, wholeheartedly supporting the team. That's the connection we've had over a long period of time now. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll assess Jordan like every other player. But if I just select on popularity contest, then our team would look very, very different. On now to kick off with Adrian Durham, Danny Murphy and the Mirror's Darren Lewis. So Danny Murphy, how do you feel about Jordan Anderson being booed when he was subbed off? I get it completely. I'd be amazed if he wasn't really expecting some sort of negativity. If you, you know, mm. an ounce of intelligence would suggest you're going to upset a few. Not just because of what he's done, because of the tribalism in football. People keep saying, oh, you, you, you're booing your own. Mm. A lot of the fans at the England games have their allegiances to the club and if they can jump on the bandwagon of a a rival club's player, they will. You know, that's just the way it is. You can't have all the good and not Mm. take the bad. Mm. And the good is the ridiculous amounts of money, all the eulogies Jordan's had, and rightly so, he's been a phenomenal captain for Liverpool. Your reward for having double standards, your reward for being a hypocrite, your reward for being in a substandard league is to be England captain. You have to understand, Gareth, you opened this door. You opened this door for sports stars like the England footballers to constantly be asked to opine on things, to tell the world of what their view on is. Now you want to close it. You wanted to close it three or four months ago when you talked about it, the idea of people, well, we're just footballers, not politicians. Well, rewind it seven, eight, nine, ten months when you were lecturing the world about how you thought the world should be looking at certain things. And I agree with some of what Simon said. I think Gareth's 
created a problem from, you know, he brought Harry Maguire on half-time at Scotland. Didn't need to. He had other centre-halves. Like, why put him in that cauldron of fire when you knew what was going to happen? Everyone knew. I knew it was going to happen. I don't know why he didn't. You know, Gareth's bright normally. Mm. And you you pick Jordan first and foremost when he is playing in a pub league at the moment, which when we've got people like Ward Prowse and we've mm. got, you know, that in itself is a is a, a strange one, although he does trust him and I get it. If he's still physically great, because I said even the end of last season, I hope he stays because he still looks good. He had a good finish to last season. And if he then gives him the armband, which I don't think it even was about the armband, I think he'd have got booed anyway, even if he didn't have the armband. He wasn't booed when he was on the pitch. No. I want to stress that. No. But the point is anyway, he has to take it on the chin and get on with it because he's made his bed and he'll probably lose 0.001 second of a sleep of sleep over it because that's the reality of footballers the, and I was one of them intrinsically selfish but you have to have a, a thick skin resilience. anyway don't you Absolutely. you don't get to where he's got without resilience mm. Maguire's shown amazing resilience because that's how you get to Premier League in international football and here's a three lines defender Carl Walker have I spoken to him? No, because Endo's a grown man and is a leader. And I said, if Endo needed to have a chat with me and feel that he needed my opinion, then I'm more than happy. But Endo's made the decision that he felt was right for him. Until his performances, especially for England, are dropping, then I don't feel that I should even comment on the situation because he's judged, obviously, off the field as well. But first and foremost, we have to support him and he's my mate as a as a football player and that's what he should get judged on. Yeah, the FA decided not to illuminate the Wembley Stadium arch in the colours of the Israeli flag. Simon Jordan says he's always known football's decision to get involved in political situations would come back to bite them. I maintain the view. It's not a popular view in certain people's minds, and those are the minds of the activists and people that have agendas. It might be a naive view now, given the nature of the way that society seems to think that sport needs to be leveraged this way, that sport should be for sport. And then it doesn't walk itself backwards into these conundrums. It doesn't walk itself into scenarios of geopolitical tensions or societal issues around the value of what sport should be used for. Sport was built and created for something else, not for those that wish to harness... It's becoming almost like agenda, 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 tragedy, uh, 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 you know, uh, denotion of something. Oh, yes, and we'll have a side order of sport with that too. These sort of things, I think that the the football establishment, the various uh, governing bodies of sport would be well served staying away from because ultimately there's a lack of consistency. There is also a, a scenario of people don't really understand why they're involved in it, don't really understand the principles behind it to some extent. And the FA have shown their colours in this instance. Time now to hear from the Hammers' first team coach, Kevin Nolan, on my show, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time, alongside Darren Bent. And a diving header by Bruno with his second goal of the game. Producer Joe wants to know who's currently the best midfielder in the Premier League, would you believe? I was really impressed with Bruno Gomares last week. I thought he was excellent against us. He should have been sent off. Uh, I thought the referee was really yeah. poor. No, he should be 100%. Day. Yeah, I, I thought he's been excellent. Um, James Ward Prowse has been fantastic. Obviously, uh, <laughs> so, you're, you're, I know we laugh about that, but I agree with you. Yeah, I think. I he, mean, I, I don't know. There's not many. How many other people are putting stats out there now? Well, like he is. Madison's probably the only one I can yeah. think of. I can't say Madison. He's played for Tottenham now. If he was no. playing for Leicester still. Now England are into the Rugby World Cup semi-finals, where they play South Africa this weekend. Here's the 2003 World Cup winner Ben Kay discussing how you prepare for a massive semi. There's the joke. 
at the Rugby World Cup. Actually, for both sides, you know, such physical games that they've just both played, it's getting the balance right between getting the amount of training you, you need in to be prepared, but also getting the recovery in. So a lot of it will be mental this week. And, and you know, I th- think particularly the England boys, uh, there were some uh, cropped bodies after, after last night. So it's about getting some of the best talent back on the field at full intensity because you know against uh, the Springboks, whatever sort of game it turns out to be, it's going to be the most physical game of the year. Their super strength, if you like, is the the big bodies that they have, and they, they it's almost like a heavyweight boxer. But then out the back, they've got people with the hand speed of a lightweight. You know, Cheslin Colby, in particular, who who's by his own standards, been been slightly quiet over the last couple of years, burst back into life uh, yesterday. Um, but they've got rapier pace out wide, and that'll probably be England's biggest uh, worry going into it. Because I, for, for England, will fancy that they can get parity up front. They can they can try and. Uh, you know, defensively, England yesterday against Fiji, who are a very powerful side. England dominated at times, but the worry will be: do they have the pace in, in the in the back three, in particular, to match what South Africa have? On to fight night presenter Gareth A. Davis, and we all know what the A stands for. Looking back at Saturday's Misfits event involving Tommy Fury and KSI. It felt like an event on the night, a huge event. On the night itself, Michael Buffer there, all the stars. It honestly felt like a big Vegas night. And then it feels like boxing every time until the bell goes. security guards are in at the end. Kala Sauerland is in. They're trying to get between them. The two camps are in there. There's so many security in there. Oh, someone's thrown some water into the ring as well. Sometimes I watch it and I'm ambivalent, but obviously I'm being asked to work mm. on the event and, and, and I'm going there. Um, I don't think it will go away because when you look at the 11 fights on the card Saturday night, there were there's something like 200 million, over 200 million YouTube subscribers for these characters who are on it. So there's going to, always going to be, I think Andy pointed to that, Chanel, there's always going to be an appetite mm. for this. And, and in, in many ways, boxing's been hijacked by these guys for them to present their next set of antics, if you like. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And we finish with Hawksby and Jacobs and some classic clips from 2005 before most of you were born. Also talking culture, this is Alan Brazil and the Moose. Morning, six thirty. Have you ever seen Midnight Express? Yes. You look, you look just like the guy oh, at the, Midnight Express. Is that the um the the? Constant thingy bob on, on roller skates. Not really, <laughs> no. It's about man held in a Turkish prison. <laughs> I don't think... I mean, the idea if they bring that back as a musical <laughs> Midnight Express, I wouldn't do it on roller skates. <laughs> really, it would it would, it would would feel wrong. I mean, I'm not sure I'm going to... I dread to think what the songs would be like. That's brilliant. And maybe Mike Parry could hum them for us. Yeah, anyway, what's next? Yeah, let's get the travel news now. For West Yorkshire, a little bit of fog actually around Junction 22. Fairly thick drivers having to be extra cautious on that stretch. <laughs> fairly thick drivers. Too. The smart ones, of course, are going on the A50 just past Stalkers, Alan <laughs> would stayed say. at home. Uh, this is, is it me? Oh, I think you can do this one, Andy. I don't mind. This is Beaky chatting with commentator Ian Dark. Now, I wonder if uh, if James Tony can touch and more uh, on uh, John Ruiz uh, tomorrow night. I reckon he stands a big chance here. What about yourself? I totally agree with you, uh, Becky. I really do. Um, Becky. Never, never heard him called Becky before. Maybe, maybe you know something we don't. Uh, and finally, this is Jason Cundy kicking off the game. The game on Talk Sport with The Times, the number one quality compact. Join the debate. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What the heck's going on there? Fizzy, fizzy pop. I mean, but really, what makes it even better is the big build-up to it, and that's what you get at the end. Barney Gumble there, or Jason Cundy. Let's um, let's let's hear that again. The game on Talk Sport with the Times, the number one quality compact. Join the debate. Uh. <laughs> that is spectacular. Tremendous. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show today at 4pm. After us, of course, it's the big one England take on Italy. It's the Euro 2024 qualifier presented by Adrian Durham. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. Above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. 
From the price of a pint to the housing crisis, this is the show where we take an alternative look at the problems plaguing the nation. And hear practical solutions from those in the know. Catch new episodes of Howard Fix wherever you get your podcasts. Rebuilding Britain starts here.